is our last year till after Yom Tov. Say this in my tshuva. I have many different obligations, different modes, different storim. So today is the last year, and it's our opportunity to wish each other a Shana Toiva Umesuko. And only natural, bearing in mind that we won't see each other till after Yom Tev, that we speak about Hilchas Yom Tev, and the first upcoming Yom Tev is Rosh Hashanah. So today we will discuss one of the most fundamental sugis. What is a shoifer? What is a shoifer? So in Rosh Hashanah, Chavav Omud Aleph, we find in the Mishnah, Kol HaShoifres Kshayrim, Chutz Mishal Poro, Mepnei Shenikro Keren. That is the shit of the Tanakhama Dechachamim. Rabbi Yossi disagrees. Rabbi Yossi says all the shoifers Nikro Keren, but the Tanakhama says, Kol HaShoifres Kshayrim, Chutz Mepora, Mepnei Shepora, is not defined as a shoifer. The pora is called a keren, and not a shoifer. The Gemara we find two additional, two additional reasons why a shoifer shall pora would not be kusher for a shoifer. Ula, one of the Amarom says that the shoifer shall pora isn't valid, we cannot be yaitse because ain't katega nasas and because Chetu Egel was with the pora, and therefore the pora cannot be, shoifer shall pora cannot be moira and it wouldn't qualify, it wouldn't pass as a shoifer because ain kategor nasas anega. Min mayadim. In the shiurim on Rosh Hashanah, I wrote a lengthy siman about the concept of ain kategor nasas anega. I don't want to go into that sugi today, but that is the second reason why a keren shalpora is not kushel at ki shoifer. Abaya says. Shoifer echod omrachmona velo shnayim vesholoi shoifrois. And because shoifer shapora is gildi, gildi, layers upon layers, and they look like shnayim vesholoi shoifrois, that is why shoifer shapora is not valid, is not kosher, otherwise all the shoifers are kosher. So the Mishnah says, kola shoifers kshayim, the only one that is pusel is a cow or an oxen. Same species. And three different reasons. The Mishnah says it's called a keren. It's not called a shoifer. Ula says, and Abayah says, because the shoifer of a pora, the, the horn of a pora, of an axe, is layers upon layers, and it appears as if shnayim vishloisha shoifer is, even though that's, that's the way it comes. It actually is one horn and not two or three different horns. But that is the appearance, and therefore, it is, it is not kushal. <coughs> that is the opinion of Abaya. And this is an uncommon phenomenon that we do not find many sources in Shas, because the Mishnah says a reason, and it's uncommon that Amerohim say different reasons than we find in the Mishnah. You know, Amerohim are choylek one and another, but if the Mishnah says that the reason Keren Shalpur is not kushal because it's called a Keren and not a Shoyfram, why would Amirul come up with other suggestions? And this is a question that Ramban asks, and the Ramban is called by the Rash, for the Ritva, and all the other Rishonim. And the Ramban says that the reasoning of the Tana Kama of the Mishnah doesn't seem to be very convincing. Mishum the Ikra Keren. And if you argues, Koshoifus Nikru Keren. So the Gemara is Miyash of the Tana Kama, but because the reasoning of the Tana Kama didn't seem to be so 
so powerful, so convincing, and that is why Ura and Abaya offer different explanations why Keren Shalpora is not Kusha Shaifa. So the Mishnah says, Kala Shaifa is Ksherem, Chutzme Keren Shalpora. But the Rambam, in the very first Aloha and Helfa Shaifa, Mitzvah says, Seishal Toyra Lishmaya, Truas and Shaifa, Brosh Shona Shalem, Ayo, and Truya Lechem. Shaifa Shetoykin boy, Bain Brosh Shona Bain Bioy, Velo Keren Akvosim. Hakafuf, the kala shayf is psulin chutz mekeren hakeves. Kala shayf is psulin chutz mekeren hakeves, and that goes against the Mishnah. The Mishnah says kala shayf is kshelim chutz mishal poro, and the Ravid wonders under Rambam hifrezal medoisav mitzvah bekfufin im toka bishal yael yotzo. Why is he right? Kala shayf is psulin chutz mishal hakeves. So obviously, the Rambam's argument is Egemore and Roshon and Daftar Zayim. Omer Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, Tikkun Lefuna B'Shoi B'Shalayil, K'day She'eskolachem Eiloi Shel Yitzchok Ben Avrom V'Mala Ani Alechem K'ilu Akadete Mesatz Machem. So the Moshe so the Gemara says in Daftar Zayim and Rosh Hashanah, and the wording of this Ma'amak Hazal, Omer Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, Tikkun Lefuna B'Shoi B'Shalayil. If that is what a Kodesh Baruch says, then that should be Ma'akev. But the Mishnah says, Kol So all the other Rishoyim, the Ravid, Magad Mishnah quotes the Ramban and the Rashma argue, that when the Gemara says, Rishoyim, the Zayim, Omer HaKodesh Baruch Hu, Tikar Afonu B'Shev Shalayim, that is a Mishnah in a Mufchal, that is added value, because the Shoyim Shalayim comes to invoke there's a coroin of Yitzchok, of a Kedis Yitzchok, but that is not Ma'akev at all. The Rambam writes, Kol HaShoyf is Psulen, Chutz Mishel HaKeves. So, uh, this is a big Chiddush, the Rambam is a Das Yochid. Shechanoch writes, that Lachatchila, one should take a Shoyf Shel Keves, but B'Dyeved, all the other Shoyfists are Kshayim. And even the wording of the Shechanoch is a big Chiddush, because the tour disagrees with the Rambam, and the tour writes, Shoyf Shalayel is mitzvah mena muvchal. The Roshan of the Shochanoch Mashma, it's a chiyav lechatchila, and other Shoyfers are a bidiyavid. But if the Mishnah says, Kol ha Shoyfers ksheirin chutz mishal pora, the Roshan of the Mishnah seems clearly to state, clearly to indicate, all the other Shoyfers are ksheirin, and ksheirin means lechatchila and not bidiyavid. So there seem to be three different opinions. According to the Rambam, all shoifers are posel, and the only shoifer that's kosher is a shoifer shalayel, which means shoifer shalkeves, a sheep or ram's horn, and that is the only one that's kosher. Uh, that is the opinion of the Rambam. And all the Rishonim disagree with the Rambam because obviously it goes against the Mishnah. And it's a doichik to say that the Gemara Roshonim Tezayin is choylik on the Mishnah. The Rambam feels, Omer HaKodesh Baruch Hu Yisrael, take a phone of a Shoyfe Shalayel. Shoyfe Shalayel must be Shoyfe Shalayel. I think two weeks ago, we discussed the sugya of Asmachta, and I brought a similar Ma'amah Chazal, also associated with Roshona. Omer HaKodesh Baruch Hu Yisrael. Imru lefona malchim, iskadei shetam lefoni alechem. Imru lefona zechoi, iskadei shetal zechoi lechem. Lefona onay letoivo. Imru lefona and all the Rishonim say, this is the Rabbonon. But nevertheless, the Roshan of the Gemara is Omer HaKodesh Bokul Yisrael. The Ramban says, 
if this is what the Chachamim said, it is in a way considered as if Omer HaKodesh Bokhari Sol, so it shouldn't be a Peradaloshan of Chazal. So obviously the Rambam regarding what is considered a kosher shoifer of the Rambam field. If the Gemara says Roshon Tesayin, Omer HaKodesh Bokhari Sol, Tikar Afonim Shev Shalayim, that is Ma'akim. So maybe it's a machloikis between the Bryce and the Mishnah, but that is the opinion of the Rambam. And as I said, the Rambam is a Das Yochel. So the Rabbit writes, Hifrez al Medoisov. The Rambam is Magzim, and the Magad Mishnah also quotes the opinions of the Rambam and the Rajbo, Koloshay Vishayim. Brings us to question number two. Other Shoifers are only Kushabidiyeved. The tool writes, Mitzvah Menamuvcha. And the Bishayosef explains, so why does the tool write in the beginning that other Shoifers are Kusha only Bidiyeved? So the Bishayosef explains that two means a Shoifer She'enoi Kofuf. Is kosher b'diyevet, but if it's kofuf, then even though it is not a shoifish shel keves, not a shoifish shel ayel, kosher lachetchela shoifish shel ayel is only mitzvah menamufcha. But the lotion of the shorchan aruch is other shoifers are kosher b'diyevet lachetchela. One should have a shoifer of a keves. The ayinu shoifish shel ayel kelotion agamora bedafted zayin. So two or three years ago, I was asked by a Vismedish that of turned to me and asked me, there's a Baltikeya that for the past two years, he was the Baltikeya, but he can't blow in a Shoifer Shokeves. He can't blow on the standard Shoifer, and he uses a Taimani Shoifer, the long spiral Shoifer. And that shoifer is not a shoifer of a kevis. It is an African antelope called the kudu, the greater kudu. And it has a long and beautiful horn. And that is what the Taimani used. So this Balkaira, for the past two years in shul, he was the Baltikeya. And he's a great Baltikeya, and the Oilam enjoyed his skis. But he says he can't be Tekeya in a shoifer shalayel. There's another person in shul that is a Baltikeya, he might not be such a specialist as number one, but he has a shoifer shalayel. So, is there a ton of a chazaka? The person for the past two years, he's been blowing. And I said, no, definitely it's preferable to have a shoifer shalayel. So, if the person wants to keep his chazaka, he needs to practice the other shoifer. Obviously, he likes his beautiful, long, spiral shoifer, but... According to the Mechaber, it's a B'diyevet. Even according to the Tur, it's not a Mitzvah in a Mufgar. And who doesn't want Kiyah Shoifer to be a Mitzvah in a Mufgar? Who doesn't want the Zgula of Tikal Afonai B'Shoifer Shalayel K'day She'eska L'chem Eloi Shel Yitzhak Men Avrom V'mal Ani Aleichem K'ilu Akadatem Ezatzmachem So my Pesach was that the Shoifer Shalayel overrides any Chazoka. And there is no Tanas Chazoka. Even if we, we, he would be blowing 10 years and not two years, I still would say if, if he can blow a shoifer shalayel, he should step aside and the tzibur is entitled to have the mitzvah and a mufkar shoifer shalayel when he is called So to me, it's a pillar otzim that the taimanim use a shoifer that's not a shoifer shalayel. The taimanim of all the others, because the taimanim didn't accept the Psukum of the Bish Yosef. And all their Menhugim are based on the Rambam. And according to the Rambam, it's possible 
according to the Amram, they're not even Yoitziyah de Choyvo. So how is this possible that Dafka, Bekilot Teiman, all their Menhogim are based on the Rambam, and they reject many Psukim of the Bishyos of arguing that their Messiah is Rambam, and according to the Rambam, the Shoifer, even Bidi Eved, isn't Kosho. So I talked with some Rabbonim, you know, the elders of Teimenikilis, and they said that, no, Rosh Hashanah, they all use the Shoifer Shalkevis, and not those long spiral Shoifers, they only those those Shoifers, uh, I don't know. When, if not Rosh Hashanah? <laughs> Elul? Only Ashkenazim blew Shoifer on Elul, and you know, in Svadikilis they don't blow on Elul. So when exactly do they use those long Shoifers? Tchasanis. I thought, only Rosh Hashanah. Others told me that the sheep that they had in Teman is a, has a very short horn, barely a tefach, and that's why they didn't use a, a, a ram's horn, because they had very short horns, and it was a suffolk where it has the shear, wasn't hither or mitzvah. <coughs> so this is interesting. So the Temanim used the kudu shoifer, which is a be- long and beautiful shoifer, but that definitely is not the lechatchila. So according to the Rambam, all the other shoifers are possible even with the Yeved, According to the tour, mitzvah menamufkar shoifer shal ayel, and the shechanoch stands somewhere in between. According to shechanoch, b'diyeved other shoifers are kosher, but it's only b'diyeved. Lechatchila, one should use only a shoifer shal ayel sholosh machloikas bedava. So we discussed the minak teiman, which is the gavali yechidish bienai. So that very same Rav asked, so maybe it would be preferable to have someone else below Shloishim Koilas, Tkiyas, Demiyushav, and have the other one with the big Shoifer below the other Koilas. And I still think preferable Mea Koilas B'Shoifer Shalayel and not any other Shoifer. So I was just in Africa, Bein Asmanim in South Africa, and I met a wonderful younger man, Emma Khanach, a teacher in the local yeshiva, one of the local schools, and he makes shoifers. So he gave me an impala shoifer and a kudu shoifer. So I came home with two shoifers, am I eneklech? Oh, have a good time with those shoifers. I hope the neighbors are happy with the <laughs> shoifers I brought. But my grandchildren blow their heads off. So I brought my new shoifer to shul, at least for Chodesh Elul, it's okay, it's not Rosh Hashanah yet, because I did want at least, at least once the Shoifer should have his host, that he should be in his oil So yesterday morning, our Baltakeya blew in that Kudu Shoifer that I brought from Africa. So would I take that Shoifer to my shul on Rosh Hashanah? No, Rosh Hashanah, you need a Shoifer Shalayel, and Rosh Hashanah, we will not forego the Zgula that the Kodesh Bochah promises so when I was in Africa, this person that produces shaifas spoke to me about various different shaifas. So he produces shaifas from many different antelopes. They're all kosher because the shaifah of a behemoth is not a kosher shaifah. So all these different species are muta bachila, they're all behemoth kshedas, chayos kshedim, 
but various different questions. So there's an antelope called the Blesbach, and the horn of this specific antelope has different layers, but the layers are not one ze achar ze, but rather ze al ze. So when you cut the horn off the head of the animal, you see that it is made of different layers, one on top of the other. So I mentioned before there are three different reasons why a shoifa shalpara is possible. The Mishnah says, Chachamim in the Mishnah, Two other reasons we find in the Gemara. Ameron. Ola says, Ein ketega nasas nega. And Abayah says, no. Because shoifor echod omarachmona velo shnayim vesholoi shoifrois. And because the cow's horn is made gildi, gildi, it is like shnayim vesholoi shoifrois. And that is the reason Shoifah Shalpora is not kosher. So Shoifah Shalpora, can I have a Rosh Hashanah Gemara? I think it would be very helpful if I could have one. So the Shoifah Shalpora appears as if one Shoifah is pushed into the other. And, well, I don't have the possibility to present you with pictures or a computer screen with PowerPoint. I'm not into technology at all. Even if we would have this technology, I would have no idea what to do with it. So the best I could do is just try to describe. So a cow's horn has, uh, it is as if one shoifer pushed into another, into another, and when you look at a horn which is a foot long, or a foot and a half long, you would have about uh, 10 centimeters of one, and then it is as if another one, and another one, and that is galdi, galdi in the Gemara, and that is why it's The antelope I was asked about, it's a beautiful horn, it looks like one piece, but when you look at it cross-section, where it's cut off from the head of the animal, then it looks as if there are various layers. So Rashi and Taisvis both explain Shittasabaya, and what they say seems to be so clear. So this is the Vav Amud Aleph, Abaya says, Shnayim v'sholosh shoifroi. So I just looked at Masechet Sukkah instead of Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Gildi, gildi, v'kol shonah v'shonah nikeres tosafto. V'hu kemin geled mosif al geled. Rishon Rashi says, every year, when the horn grows longer, it is as if the new section comes out of the old section. And every year, it is as if a new shoifer. And Rashi clearly writes, Tachlito Shalishon 
Tchila Sheini. So when the first seems to come to an end, that is when the second grows out and proceeds. So Rashi clearly says, Gildi Gildi is when you see it from the side, it looks as if various different shafers were pushed one into the other. That is also Toysus. Velo shnayim v'shloshu shoifrois. Velo idomi lemeniach shoifer b'toch shoifor. Ki de perish v'kunteres. Dal geled rishon ni toysav geled sheni. Tzvasa sheni b'tachlito shel rishon. V'akol yotze derech kulam. Tzvata sheni b'tachlito shel rishon. V'nere, so that is why. Hakol yotze so both Rashi and Toysus explain Gildi Gildi is only because when you blow the shoifer, you're blowing and your voice, the wind you produce, goes through one, two, three, four shoifers, and that is like shoifers. So Rashi and Toysus clearly explain what is Gildi Gildi, and Chidush Yeran is even more explicit. Chedusharan says that the psul of Gildi Gildi Keren Shalpore is ze achar ze below ze betoich ze. So we have all the Rishonim in our Sigur which clearly explain Gildi Gildi and why is the Keren Shalpore considered Shoiferechot Veloishnaim Veshloishu Shoifers. And that is Rashi, Toisvis, Hagoas Ashti in the Rosh, and Chidushi Haran. Not the Ran on the Rif, but rather Chidushi Aran. However, Rashi Chulin Chavtes. Rashi says, Gildi Gildi Keren Shalporam is Posal, and because it is Shnaimish Loshishoifras, Gildi Gildi, Kemin Klipo. It looks like a peel. Rashash, a Gosel Shash, Chulin Chavtes, says, Rashi seems to say, that Keren Shalpora's puzzle is like Shnei Veshleishashayvah's, it's like Klippas Abotzol, like the peels of an onion. But the Rishash says it cannot be. It doesn't seem to fit in in Rosh Hashanah because that would not be a problem of Shnei Veshleishashayvah's. Shnei Veshleishashayvah's is only when one sticks out of the other and when you blow the shoifer, your voice resonates from Shnaimish Loshi Shoifers. But if one Shoifer is put entirely into the other and it's enveloped by the other, but the voice you are producing comes from the inner one and not from the outer one, that wouldn't be a problem at all. So the Rishar says, Rashi and Chulin, hard to understand and it's impossible to reconcile with the Gemara Shonen Defchavah. So if you have a Rashi and Chulin, and it's listed from the Gemara in the Makar, obviously you need to say different Pshat and Rashi. You can't just say Rashi is wrong. And that is what we always do when we have a stira in Rashi. Needless to say, if it doesn't fit in with the Gemara. And therefore, in my opinion, a Rashi writes, Kameen Klippa, doesn't mean like an onion. Doesn't need to mean like Klippa Sabotso. Gemin me could mean same as Rashi writes here. Rashi just means to explain 
Why does it look like Shlayim Visholish Shoifus? Because it looks as if one is wrapped in the other. And that is Kameen Klippa. As if one goes on, covers the other, Kameen Klippa, and it does not mean Klippa Sabotso. Koraima Matriach, someone once again bring me a Churan Gemora and we will recheck the Russian of Rashi and Chilindaf. So in my opinion, these shoifres of the blesbok or other antelopes would be kosher shoifres and the problem of gildi gildi is only similar to keren shalpara. Tachli soy shalzeh, besfosoy shalzeh, like we see in the Ran, Rashi, and Taisus. And obviously, their interpretation is based, the Gemara says it's like Shnaim Shlaisha And the problem of Shnaim Shlaisha is only when one Shaifer protrudes out of the other, and when the person blows the Shaifer, the voice he produces is produced jointly by more than one Shaifer. But if one Shaifer would be entirely enveloped in the other, that wouldn't be a problem at all because the coil is only from the Shaifer Apnimi. And the Shefer HaKatsari has no input and no effect on the coil, and that would not be Epsilon at all. So what is the lotion of Rashi and Mesechet Chulun? So Rashi writes as Keklipo, it is not the Loshen Keklipo Sabotzel, that is the understanding of the Rishash. And the other question would be, are we Choshesh Lishita Sabaya? As I mentioned before, the Chachomim in the Mishnah say the reason that a Keren Shalpola is possible is because it's called a Keren, not called a Shoifel. In the Gemara we find two different reasons, two additional reasons, Ula Enketeg and Asas 
הבעיה יש שופר אחד אומר רחמונה ולא שניים ושלושה שופרס. The vast majority of the Rishayim only called the reason Keren Shalpora is called a Keren and not a Shofar. Some of the Rishayim and Poiskim also quote Ula, Ein Ketegen Asas Neger. Ein Ketegen Asas Neger is out of who we find in additional sources and additional sugyas. As I mentioned before, there's a lengthy discussion about but almost none of the poiskim quote Abaya. And the Rishonim ask, what is Abaya Moisef? is not only a din that refers to Shoifah Shalpora, but to very many other areas as well. So when Ula says, it's a different halacha that has relevance in other halachas, but Abaya is an Amoira. Abaya is one of the later Amelon. So, what the sefet is there, Bedivre Abaya, that's not in the Mishnah? So, the Tura Evan, the Shagasari, and his Seifan Rashtuna, the Torah Evan says, well, Abaya's reasoning might be, might be relevant if we find a Shoifer that is also Gildi, Gildi, and it's not called a Keren, then that would be, according to Abaya, that would be possible. So the Turayevin wants to find some nafka menela halacha bedivrei Abaya. As I explained, Ula has a nafka menela halacha because Enketegen Asasnegev is not only in the din of Shoifah Shalporo, but at the Tanakhama in the Mishnah passes Shoifah Shalporo because it's not a Shoifah but rather a Keren. So what's the Chiddush of Abaya? Turayevin says, well, we might find an animal whose horns are also gilded, gilded, similar to a cow's horns, and it's now called a keren, and that would be when Abaya's uh, rationale would have an afkamen al-aloch. So are we to say that this Turiyevin is a nevua? There must be some animal whose horns are gilded, gilded, and they are not called a keren? Maybe, but necessarily. And maybe, well... There might be some species we didn't check it and we didn't find, which is mamish similar to Keren Shalporo. But I think that the horn that we described, which is one layer on top of the other, using the lotion of the Ram, lo ze acharze, but rather ze algaveze, that is not possible. That is not defined as base for given surface, and that would be kusha. So the other question is, is the halochika buyer or is ain halochika buyer? I mentioned almost none of the Rishonim and Poiskim mention the reasoning of a buyer. So maybe the reason they don't mention it because it's not an afkamanila halocha, but they do bring ula and they don't bring a buyer. Is that because ain halochika buyer? Not necessarily. We do not find in the Gemara anyone that rejects a buyer. Maybe the Rishonim don't quote Abaya because there is no need, because the reason Shoifah Shalporah's puzzle is Mavor in the Mishnah, and Divrei Ule as well, Enkitegen Asas Lege. Chuvaseh Bekiva Ego, in Semenu Dalaf, Rebekiva deals with a totally different concept in Sefer Torah, and in Tefillin, Sefer Echad, Omer Achmona Barashmayim Vesholosh Sporim. So what is the din? Hidbik klofim ze bize. Would that be considered klaf echod, sefer echod, or base begim And many poiskim 
in Hilchis Tfilin deal with Shoifer Echodem Rechmona Velo Shnaim Vesholah Shoifrois. And Bekiva Ege says, maybe, maybe the reason the Mishnah doesn't say the time of Abaya and Ule doesn't say the time of Abaya because Shnaim Vesholah Shoifrois is only when you take distinct and different Shoifrois and you put them together. But a Keren Shalpora, which is, this is, this is nature, this is the way it grows, even if it does seem to be similar to Shnaim Vesholah Shoifrois, that would not the psul. So according to the Bekiv Eger, there is room to doubt whether the halochi is Ka'abaya, and maybe that is the reason that the vast majority of Rishonim don't quote Abaya's time, so that would be another reason to be makel by various different shoifres that are one layer on top of the other, but not ze'acherze, but rather ze'algabeze. So anyway, as we said at the beginning of the year, lachatchela one should definitely use a shoifer shalayel. According to the Rambam, all the other shoifers are possible, even with the Yevet. even though he was one of the later achroinim, but he argues one should be choishesh lishitas Rambam, even though the Shachanoch says paskins clearly paskins in accordance to the vast majority of rishonim that all the shoifers are kusher, but one should be choishesh lishitas Rambam. The Shulchan Aruch says all the other shoifers are only b'diyevet lachetchila. One should use a shoifer shalayel. And as I said before, Absak that I gave, even if there's a baltekeh that has a chazaka, using a shoifer shalayel should override any other consideration. So the other shoifer might be more beautiful than the shoifer shalayel. The other baltekeh might have more beautiful tkias than the one that blows in a shayfishal ayel, in a ram's horn. But the hidr, to use a shayfishal ayel, a chatchela, definitely would override and push aside any other consideration. So we do use a shayfishal ayel, yes. Is there an explanation how can Rabbi use the Mishnah? Yes, I think I explained it, even though it's a gewaldige chiddush, even after the explanation. The Rambam writes that the Braisa, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so Tekel HaFonah B'Shev Shalayel, is Choylek on the Mishnah. Yes, yes, that is a Braisa. Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so Tekel HaFonah B'Shev Shalayel. Yeah, so that is the opinion of the Rambam. Other Rishonim maintain there is no need to make a Machlekes. And even when a Braisa is Choylek on the Mishnah, usually the Halokha is commissioned. The Mishnah is, is more powerful than the Braisa's. And especially there is no need to make a machlokes. See, the other Rishonim maintain that Tikkun of Shem Shalayel is only a lachatchila, and that is why I mentioned the Ramban regarding Malki as a kroinus mishayfrois. That even when Chazal used this expression, Omer Kodesh Bochor Yisrael, doesn't necessarily mean that it's menatoyr. It could still be a derabonon or or or, or a minag. So the other Rishonim say, why make a machlokes? Everybody agrees that Kol is Ksherim, but Lechatchila, Mitzvah Menamufcha, like the tour defines it, Mitzvah Menamufcha, one should use a Shreifah Shalayel. So a year ago, or two years ago, we spoke about different concepts of Kiyah Shreifah. I remember once I spoke about the question, is the Mitzvah the Tkiyah or the Shmiyah? And we also discussed at great length 
how these meyakoyles are, are, are put together, is the tkia or the trua, which is the more important. Today we discuss the question of what is essentially a shoifa and what species are kushal a shoifa. And this gula. This gula of Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael Tekalafon HaBeshev Shalayel Kedei Sheskor Lechem Ein Lo Yisrael Yisrael Ben Avroa So in the past when we dealt with the question is the Ike Mitzvah Shoifet Kiyah or Shmiyah I always said it's twofold it's Kiyah and Shmiyah It is Shmiyah because of the Rambam and the Rambam explains the Mitzvah of Kiyah Shoifol so we all remember the Rambam. So the mitzvah is shmir, we need to hear, but the mitzvah is also tekiyah. Because it is not only we that need to hear the shayfar, HaKadosh Bochu also wants to hear the shayfar. V'amala ani aleichem ki'inu akadat v'mesatzmichem. So today is the first day of slichas. Some of us, probably in the morning, most of us yesterday night, came together to say slichas. And this is an interesting phenomenon. Maximum slichas before Rosh Hashanah is eight days. Minimum, four days. This year we have seven days because Rosh Hashanah is Monday. When Rosh Hashanah falls on Tuesday, we have eight days. So why is it that we always have between four and eight? If four days is what is important, so this year, why don't we start on Thursday? And we'll have Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Roshona is Monday. So why don't we start on Wednesday? We'll have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Leket Yosho, the great disciple of the Tumas Edition says, we always start on Moitzah Shabbos. Because Moitzah Shabbos, everyone is happy. After a beautiful Shabbos, Oynik Shabbos, and after we learn a lot of Torah on Shabbos, so the Leket Yosho says, what does one have to do on Shabbos? He doesn't go to the office, he doesn't go to work probably learns all day. So Moitzah Shabbos, everyone is in a joyous spirit. And that is when we start saying Slichas. And it's a big Chiddush. Because we never associated Slichas with Simcha. It's not Halal. It's Slichas. Yes, we want to say Slichas B'Simcha. And that is Simchas Hayiro. Rabbeinu Yoyna. Daf Kofalaf and Brochas Medape Yarif explaining what we learn in the beginning of Perek, Ein oimdem lehespalo, elometech simcha shal mitzvah, the Gemara being supposed to be gilu berodam. Rabbeinu Yoyne says, pachad and simcha don't go together. In human nature, when people are afraid, they cannot be excessively joyous. That is true regarding any other yiro, not yiras elikim. And yiras Hashem should enhance and intensify our simcha. So we find a beautiful, wonderful line in Tone de Be'eliyo. Yo reisi metoich simchosi misumachti biyir osi. Yira and simcha go together. 
So it should be no wonder. Yes, we start saying Slichas Maitzoi Shabbos, always Maitzoi Shabbos. Bemaitzoi Menucho Kidamnicho Tchilo Lishmoya El Arino Ve'el Hatfilo. So why do we need a minimum of four days? Various different interpretations. The Be'er Hater brings. Can I get done it? You may dikur shal korban. Before bringing a korban tzibor, you need to check the animal and examine it four days to check whether it has a mum. And those are the four days of slichas. So what we learn from the Be'er Hater is that slichas is not only about davening and pleading, it is also days of introspection and examining. And every individual has to check his own self. Shemo Yeshbo Mum. What does it have to do with the Korban? Of course it has to do. I quoted this ten times tonight. So it is considered as if each and every one of us brings himself as a Corbin. We are a Kedis Yitzchak. And if you want the Kodesh Borcha to consider as if you are the Corbin, you can be a Babu. So my other question is, so in the base of Migdash, you examine the animals. As you find a mum, put them aside, take another one. What's the point in looking for a mumim? And if we find a mum, so what are you going to do? Some, send someone else? There's no one that could stand there instead of you. So what's the point? The point is very clear. So by Karbonais, there's a mum kavua and a mum oiver. A temporary mum doesn't passel the korban. But it does passel the korban until it's healed. It is only when that blemish is healed that the animal is once again fitting to be a korban. Whatever mum a person could find, benafshoi, benishmosoi, can always be a mum oiver. In a Yiddish and a Shoma, there is never a mum kavua. So yes, you need to examine, you need to look for a mumim. And if you find a mum, it is your responsibility to see to it that it should be a mum oiver. And when Rosh Hashanah comes, you should be ra'ui, that a Kodesh Bochu should say, Mala. So there's a thought I share with my Talmidim every year before Rosh Hashanah, and it occurred to me just a few years ago. So every day in the morning we say slichas. What is the most important section, the most important paragraph? Obviously you give me the Shavrach. Because the Kodesh Bohu promised, number two on the list. It is what we say towards the end, and everybody flies through in supersonic speed. And when we're through with all those Misha'onos, 
Suddenly we switched to Aramaic and we say, Rachmona de Ona la Aniye, Aneinon. Rachmona de Ona le Tvile Libo, Aneinon. So why is this section so important? Because it's a Mishnah. Beresh Perik Beis de Tanis, Tanis of Tezvov. That is the first source of Misha Ona la Avinu, and that is part of Tvilis Tanis. All the other paragraphs and sections are from the Paitonim. Misha Ono is a Mishnah, and that is why, obviously, this is next to Yud Gimel Midrash the most important part of the Slichas. So we fly through it, and that is not the right thing to do. So why did we suddenly switch to Aramaic and we say, So my feeling is this. You stand there and you say, we mention all the giants. Are you serious or you're making fun? Are you crazy or normal? And why do you think? that if a Kodesh Baruch will answer the Avrom Avinu's prayers, he's supposed to answer yours as well. So, to whom do you compare yourself? Avrom, Yitzhak, Yankov, Moshe, Aaron, Dovid, Shloima, Shmuel Hanavi, Yoyna Hanavi. Why do you think that because the Kodesh Baruch will answer them, why don't you answer me? And then, the finishing line is, so exactly which category do you fit in? What do you mean? Are you one of the Hasidim, one of the Tumimim, one of the Yeshorim? So why do you think he's supposed to answer you? So after we go through that magnificent list, we say to Boni Shalom, we ain't stupid and we ain't arrogant. We say what we were told to say. We say what our forefathers have been saying for thousands of years. And we go through this list just to invoke chazdayavos. <coughs> After all, these are our forefathers. We are one of them. They care for us. But we know we don't compare and we're fully aware that we are neither Hasodim or Yeshodim or Tumimim. So what we really hope is Rachmona de'one la'aniye aneino. So the Gemara says, Shabbos the few days, that the Malachim don't understand Aramaic. And Toysus and Brochus Dav Gimel, when Toysus explains Omen Yehish Meirabo, Toysus says, when we want to turn directly to HaKadosh Baruch we use Aramaic because the Malachim don't understand Aramaic. So after going through that magnificent list, we look down and we say to Bernie we ain't arrogant, we ain't stupid, we know that we don't fit into this list. What we really want is, please, Korat Hashem Lenish Ruach Yoshia. So then we turn directly to a Kodesh Baruch like a child. A child talks to his mother. No one else understands what the baby is saying. I see my Yenikla. And even I sometimes understand what they're saying. 
but their mother always understands. The father usually understands, not always. So when we want to talk directly to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we don't want anyone else in the middle, not even the Malachi, then we use Aramaic. So we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, please, all we have to offer is a leiv shavu, rachmona de'one la'aniyei aneinan, rachmona de'one le'tviralibo aneinan, rachmona de'one le'mekichei rucho aneinan. The Zayar says that out of the 150 perkatehirim, there are only three personal bakoshes. Tfiru le'moishe Yeshu Elohim, tfiru le'david, and tfiru le'oni kiyatoif. And the Zayah says, more than And the way I understand the Zayah is, what is Tfilah Moshe? Moshe is Koyach the very last Pairek of Novi, at the end of Malachi. Zichri, Toyres, Moshe, Avni, Asher, Tzivesi, Bechoyro. The Toyres, Toyres, Moshe. So Tfilah Moshe is the Tfilah with the, all the power of Koyach behind it. And David is the essence of tefillah. Ne'im z'miras Yisroel. And the Zayah says, tefillah le'oni is more powerful than tefillah le'moshe or tefillah le'david. And that is the tefillah of Rachmona de'ona la'aniyei aneinu. So in Sefer Yisaydu Avoida, one of the beautiful Slalom Svon, he brings a story that Moshe Mekubrin, or Moshe Kubrin, used to say that there was a Chosid Ramonela. He was a Talmud of the Mizrich Magid and a big Tzadik. So the Kubrina used to quote Ramonela. And Ramonela said, Shabbos by Shachas, when I say, that's Nusach Sfarad. Nusach Ashkenaz is somewhat different. So Ramonali used to say, I don't see myself. Who am I? Am I a tzaddik or a kodosh? Am I one of the chasidim or yeshorim? I'm not there. But then when I say, Yes, I find myself amongst them. And Moshe Kobrina used to say, and I don't even find myself when I say, But when I go on to say, Yes, I am one of them. I am a creature of a Kodesh That is where I find myself. And that is the feeling, and that is the spirit of Slichus and of Yom Ebniron. We say what we need to say. And just mentioning those giants of our past is But in reality, all we are is Rachmona de'iye oni la'aniye utfilo la'oni So we are a generation that loves Gulas. So I want to offer a few Gulas for the Yom Ebniron. I always say, 
that the stranger and the more esoteric zgulas are, the more appeal they have to us. But the real zgulas are the ones that we find in Chazal. And do we really need any other zgulas when Chazal teach us, and we say this in Tfilus HaMusaf and Yom HaMeron, Utshuva Utfilo Utztoko Mavira Nesroya there is nothing else. Shuvo, Tfilo, Utstoko. So I re- recommend Slichas. I said this at the beginning of Chaydeshalo. Everybody needs to take a Musa Sefer. So all year we learn Allaha, we learn Gemara, we learn Dafyoimi. But these are days of introspection. Bikur. So I once said before Sukkot, a week, two before Sukkot, everybody is busy with Yamta. You plan your Sukkot, you build the Sukkot, you need Dalat Mina before Pesach, we're busy with the Matzahs. How busy are we preparing for Rosh Hashanah? So people will ask, what do we need to prepare? Sukkot, we need to prepare a Sukkot. Pesach, we need to prepare my Matzahs. Rosh Hashanah, you need to prepare yourself. You need to prepare yourself. And that is not less important than preparing your sukkah or your matzahs or your lulav. And Rosh Hashanah, I think we should dedicate as much time as we do before sukkahs and Pesach. Rosh Hashanah, you need to prepare yourself. Because these are days of judgment. These are days of mishpat. And these are days which are, they define, they define the coming year what we could expect this coming year. So it definitely is worth taking some time for tshuva, for tefillah. Another five minutes every day for tefillah. Put in another few kapitlach of tehillim every day. It definitely is worth it. And tzedakah. And tzedakah means gvilas chesed b'mamoyne and gvilas chesed b'gufoy. Think, think, is there anybody you need to visit? Anybody in the hospital, anybody that needs a good word, anybody you could be helpful to. Shuvo, Tfilo, Utstoko. Mavirin, Esroya, Hadesev. So let's take some time, and that is what the Slichas, Yemea Slichas, is all about. It's an awakening core before the Rosh Hashanah. And I said a few times recently during Chodeshel, Elul Slichas is Rachamim. Before Yemea Din arrived, take advantage of Yemea Rachamim. So let us all hope that we will be zeichet to tshuva and tefillah and tzedakah and HaKadosh Bokho Shudbe Mekabal. All night fellas, and we should be zeichet together with Kol Beis Asol, who are ksive v'chasim etoive v'sifron shal tzadikim v'murim. We shall only share v'sayrus toives. We shall all share many wonderful hours of simchus etoive and chedres edeshmaits in this coming year. And it should be Ishnas Geulo, be Yeshua, Bemheiro, be Yomeinu, Amen. The next year, be Ezer Hashem, there will be some Shurim Benaz Manim, but the next year here in Kal Chasid, it will be after Yomim Taif.